Now, back to On Point with Alex Pearson on Global News Radio. 818, time for Counterpoint. And it's Michael Diamond, campaign strategist of Upstream Strategy. And the small business guy, Andy Stinton. Yeah. I, I don't like Michael, you know. Oh, are you going to cheer I'm now? I'm for you. Okay, can you introduce him again? Can I can clap him? You want to be his groupie? Yeah, yeah. One groupie to another? Yeah, go. Michael Diamond. Campaign Yay! You are a geek. True geek. Okay, guys, we got we to gotta talk about this because it is the topic of the, uh, of the month, apparently. Uh, Tim Hortons, there was a protest today. Another tomorrow. Uh, this is organized, and I... I think labor unions uh, would just love the opportunity to try to unionize these shops. Uh, so they're going to be happy to push for it. Uh, I'll start with you, Michael, on this. Uh, you know, I if you hurt sales at, at Tim Hortons, are you not hurting the workers you say you're trying to protect more? But if they're not part of a union, are they jobs worth having? If, if someone loses a job <laughs> and, and they're not a member of a union, is, is it a job worth having? We all know that the answer is, of course it is. But uh, for unions, the, the membership uh, roles and the, the income that that produces are, are so very important. Taking down Tim Hortons would be, if you're if you're a union organizer, that would be like winning the Super Bowl and the Stanley Cup and the World Series together. Is that possible, Andy? I guess it's possible. I'm just wondering why Tim Hortons has become the poster boy for well, all of this. Because they're I, easy to vilify. I mean, how about I mean, McDonald's? let's say Andy Stinton. I mean, could because it is Tim Hortons today, and I think you bring up an interesting point. It's Tim Hortons today. Tomorrow, it could be Andy's small business. You, you, you know what's bothered me about this, and this is a bit off this this strike thing, admittedly, because it's 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 really sort of you know me off. Is the fact that it is now a bad word called profit. All these people are going, and it doesn't matter whether it's lob laws and they've been named and all these other CEOs. This guy makes, you know, $62 million a year and they can't afford to give this minimum wage. It's going to affect. That's because those of you that don't understand math very well, people like me go into business. We put our money on the line, like Tim Horton did back in Hamilton in 1967 with one store. We don't get any help from anywhere. We don't get benefits. And we go to do that to make a profit. We want to have a bottom line. And when, thanks to Ms. Wynn, when you the hydro rates go up 150%, I can't pass that 150% onto my client. And when you get this sort of raise to minimum wage people, I can't pass that on. So now what am I supposed to do? I'm supposed to take a pay cut. Is that how it works? Well, well but you can you can be very logical, uh, Andy, on this issue and say those points, and it's just complete. It's not being heard by the other side. Yeah, but what what is the matter with these people, well, Michael? You, you know, uh, the Premier Wynne has, and we saw this in the last election. Instead of fighting Tim Hudak and Andrea Horvath, she decided she was going to fight Stephen Harper, and that worked for her. That was a very good fight for her to talk to, to have because she didn't have to fight her actual opponent. She didn't give them uh, give them an inch so they could take a mile politically from her. So this time she's fighting uh, the billionaire, and uh, you know I'll use air quotes on that uh, for all you listening. But uh, billionaire owners of some Tim Hortons franchises, uh, and politically it it might 
might be good for her. You know, if, if I'm a Tim Hortons franchise owner, I'm really upset because I have two enemies in this battle. I have not just Kathleen Wynne, who's vilifying them and uh, adding a 22% uh, cost to their uh, their ability to uh, uh, be in business in Ontario, but then you have in- Restaurants Brand International, which yeah. is going yeah. and attacking them in the media, not allowing them to make the adjustments they need to avoid uh, avoid uh, making uh, staffing changes. Because it's and- important, I think we should talk, uh, it is important that people understand the parent company of Tim Hortons isn't allowing the franchisees to raise... That's the Brazilian ra- company. That, yeah, they, they don't care. They just don't want to come out looking like the, the stink job in this thing. So they're throwing their own franchise, franchisees uh, under the bus, which could spell long-term trouble because I think the franchisee owners were already unhappy uh, mm. w- with the change. But look... Should should say one thing, and I've been looking for it desperately while you guys were talking. Just before I walked in, I saw something on Facebook from a cinema um, in Oakville called Film.ca. Now, they've taken, look them up, they've taken a very interesting approach to this, and they've turned it into positive PR, because they sent a letter out saying, they're not going to fight this, they're going to pass the the wage increase on, they're not going to put the prices up. They're not going to do this, but would the public help support them some more (laughs) so that they could sell more tickets and sell more stuff? And it came out at the end, they said to all the students that are leaving us to go back to college, have a good year. I thought, what a great piece of public film.ca, you rock. Yeah, did they mention in the small print, uh, sorry, we won't be able to hire you for summer helps to the students because that's really who's going to pay. I mean, they're not going to be, there's a lot of companies that are not hiring summer help now. Alex, you can't whisper in a letter, okay? Yeah, it was a letter. You, you put it in really, really small print. But that's about Alex. What are you, raises, a lawyer? <laughs> Alex raises the most important point of the discussion. It happens sometimes. It happens yeah. all the time. Let's, let's, be, let's be real tell here. Her that. Uh, let's be real here. So, first time jobs. Are the single most important uh, education tool, uh, out, out, even even with uh, formal education, the, the experience, mm-hmm. the discipline that you learn, and that is what Kathleen Wynne is taking away from the next generation. And I see anyone who was born after me. I was born in 1985. Holy I look a lot. I look a lot older than, really? than I actually am. But Boy, anyone who was born I after me, you were going to born in 1958. Thanks, Maybe there's some dyslexic thing going that, on. That's really uh, <laughs> lovely and good talk. But anyone born after me is, appears to be less, much less useful than me. And uh, Kathleen Wynne is taking away the experience I was able to have through really terrible jobs but from they, young kids. They have taken a page, though, which I think is an interesting strategy, uh, and I know why she's doing this, but they've taken a page out of the Bill Morneau, uh, Justin Trudeau book, um, and it didn't work so well with them. Remember, they got into a lot of trouble attacking businesses uh, over the summer with their tax proposals, and for whatever reason, now this government at the provincial level is also attacking businesses. And she is so lucky that the first franchise that was out yeah. Yeah. was the, uh, the the heirs of both founders of the chain who, I mean, if you ask your average Canadian, you would think that is just the largest, wealthiest family, even but, though that's but not they the case. But they didn't get the billions. They may be related to the family, Absolutely. but as I understand it, they no. got a franchise to run, but they didn't get an inheritance. Yeah. And There's worked, a little different. And they've probably worked hard. Running a franchise is not easy, and they've worked hard to yeah. uh, employ a lot of people. Let's talk about running a franchise. You have to put, once again, yeah. you've got to put your money up I don't know what a Tim Hortons franchise is, but I'm guessing it's it's half a million, a million. That's money that that owner has to put their ass on the line mm-hmm. for. They got to go to school. They got to work. Thank you. In the you chain. start running my yeah. business, Kathleen. Employing when- people is not fun. 
it's a it's a constant uh, headache it's yeah it's a lot I'm, of work I'm, I'm, I'm gonna take the fifth on that one <laughs> well okay so well <laughs> I, hope, I hope certain people aren't listening right now <laughs> yeah thanks but, but you know the the labor minister uh, came out yesterday doubled down on this uh bullying narrative that uh has caught on um but naming and shaming a- and to me that that is bullying is it not bullying sure it is but well, i mean I, I to me the whole thing is reprehensible I slipped a big word in there. Did you notice? I think it's disgusting. I mean, to take any business and pick on them. I don't care. That I, Tim Hortons, why didn't they go after McDonald's? There's a, there's a lot of other people, a lot of other businesses. They're in a similar position and may well claw back some of those benefits. Well, and, and the, this disingenuous premier, I mean, it was just disgusting last week when she said that the Tim Hortons franchise owners should have come to talk to her about their concern. Well, several of them actually appeared at the legislative committee where she did not listen to a single thing they said, and now she's you, complaining about it. You. Yeah, uh, but interestingly, you know who we're not hearing from uh, is Andrea Horvath. This is her issue, and I have not seen or heard one word from her. Well, that's smart. No, it's not. She's, yeah, sure she is, is being outlefted again, outflanked. I mean, because she has nothing to run on. This is her issue. But that's where the liberals are extremely smart. Politics sure, is a game, but, and, and they play the game very well. They've come right around Andrea Horvath. She should Horvath. have learned that the first time. Yeah, but, the but thir- the second she, time. Second does she really want to go up against the worker and say, I don't think you get that $2 she hike? She should be out, out in front of them. Uh, she should be out winning when, because Absolutely. when is out winning her. And I'm very, I'm very surprised because, you know, Andrea Horvath, uh, her chief of staff comes from Manitoba, where New Democrats actually know how to win, and he's a really good and a really smart guy. But <laughs> Their their entire strategy seems to be let's hope everybody else messes up. Why don't they try and take control of their own destiny? No, yeah, it, it's a uh, it, it's problematic for Miss Horvath. Uh, look, I get why Patrick Brown is staying quiet. He's made his position clear. He thinks it's a fair wage, but it's way too fast. They won't touch this, nor should they. Uh, but really, this interesting dynamic between Andre Horvath now and uh, Kathleen Wynne uh, is playing out. Will I have the solu- yeah. I have the solution. Last point to you. We we get. Win to run against Trump in the presidential election. I would take Trump. So would Ontario. Oh my goodness! I can't believe I said that. Yeah. All right. Uh, And and that's not a personal thing. I just her policies hurt. Okay. It is eight twenty-eight. We're going to take a quick break. We will come back. We'll talk about Donald Trump and what he thinks about Oprah Winfrey possibly running. That's coming up. I'm Alex Pearson. You're listening to On Point here on Global News Radio. You're listening to On Point with Alex Pearson on Global News Radio. All right, uh, 9.32, 8.32 here on Point. This is Counterpoint. Andy's laughing. That is Andy Stinton, small business guy, and Michael Diamond. Both of us whom can tell the time. (laughs) It happens sometimes, Andy. It's the a.m. p.m. that gets me messed up. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, will she or won't she run for president? I guess you'd have to look under your chair for that answer. But uh, Donald Trump, of course, was asked today whether he can beat Miss Winfrey should she run. And this is his response. Yeah, I'll beat Oprah. Oprah would be a lot of fun. I know her very well. You know, I did one of her last shows. She had Donald Trump, this is before politics, her last week. And she had Donald Trump and my family. It was very nice. No, I like Oprah. I don't think she's going to run. I don't think she's going to run. I know her very well. And there you go. All right. Civilized answer there. Uh, ironically, 20 years ago, uh, Mr. Trump was asked if, if he would run for president. When he was asked, you know, who his running mate would be, he said Oprah. I, I can't even imagine her being the running mate. She'd be the president. 
That was a very different Donald Trump back uh, 20 years yeah. ago, though, so uh, it would have been less uh, less strange. Look, uh, uh, that was a very nice answer for Donald Trump. If you if you think of the way he talked about every other opponent and potential opponent he's faced in politics, where was the nickname? And I'd love to know what the Donald Trump nickname for Oprah Winfrey will be. Yeah. You know, it's, when you start to play that clip, I always have this image of the Muppet show whenever I hear him talk and I can't see him. Ding, 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 ding. Um... Well, I, I, Oprah Winfrey's right on my hot spot today. She's my little hot button. That's hot or hot? hot? Hot. I was so disgusted. I, I know you totally irritated oh, by God, this. Oh God, the whole Golden Globes and and her were the most sickening thing I have ever seen in my life. I wanted to throw up. If you want to promote a cause, go somewhere else and do it. Oprah, why don't you... Ha- look Iran, to- go to Iran, Hollywood. I would be so impressed. Uh, you, why, can't, why couldn't they have done their own event? The follow me, help me, whatever it is group they were plugging. Time's up. That's that it, one. time's up. Why can't help they go me. to another event? But the bit that really gets me, she cannot run for president. It, she just cannot. Her well, she his- could, theoretically, she very well... Somebody could. proved that anyone can run for president. Her history with Weinstein... She produced and was distributed by and acted in up to 10 movies of Weinstein. If she didn't know something was going on, right, she's either lying or she's stupid. Look, she can talk her way around that. Donald Trump's been able to talk his way around uh, very, very heady allegations against against him on that. So I think, you know, she could uh, talk her way around that. That said, she'd be far from a slam dunk. I don't know why she'd want to do it. And I I also, I think it would be a bad uh, course of action for the Democrats. She's, uh, although the polar opposite of Donald Trump, from a candidacy perspective, she would be just like him. And you don't don't, uh, oppose someone like Donald Trump by running a carbon copy of Donald Trump. You have to have a very stark contrast. So I think, I mean, a lot of people will make fun of this, but I think Elizabeth Warren, a very serious oh, personal no. policy. I don't like what she has to say, it, it, but, but I would run the most serious policy-focused campaign against Donald Trump. This is where you as a politician or a political advisor meet me as the guy who ain't that smart who votes. Sadly, whether you like it or not, it's become you either vote against somebody else or it's a popularity contest. Trump got in because he was a brand. That's the reason he got in. Trudeau got in. Because he was a brand. That's the reason. And if The Rock or uh, who's the good looking guy? Clooney. If he oh, ran, God. they would win. It's, it's got nothing. Well, unfortunately, I do think that, look, uh, apparently we want celebrities now as our leaders. I think it's a big mistake. I, I, I Look, I said yesterday, the Democratic Party doesn't stand for anything. It's not enough to run on I hate Trump. But Oprah Winfrey is her own brand. She's very successful. And Hollywood is on board. They've Drunk all the Kool Aid. They don't care. They, they yeah, would they accept Hill, her. They drink crooked Hillary's uh, yeah. Kool Aid, but yeah, she's and much, she, much, she, much oh, better than Hillary and, and all you have to do to understand the power of Oprah and Winfrey is look at the New York Times bestsellers list, and you'll see a lot of really bad books and maybe a few okay books that just hit the top of uh, of the bestsellers chart each and every week because of Oprah. Yeah, but Hollywood is a tainted brand now. This isn't the Hollywood. They don't know that. <laughs> they, they clearly no, don't they, know they, that. They clearly don't know that. Yeah, but and she's a immune brand. from Hollywood. I think. I think people see her almost as a broadcast journalist. Uh, incorrectly, she's an actress. She's, she's on an Oscar. She's won an Academy she's very Award. Accomplished. Totally the problem for Miss Watch TV. The, Oprah. the problem for <laughs> not Oprah. She, she she had a TV show. She know. did. The problem for for Miss Winfrey is that if she ran. She would divide that um, audience that came together on the right and the left. She would then divide that audience. And I don't think she wants to lose the one side. 
I, I don't think she probably can. I don't think she point. will run. I think it's. A I, lot I don't of think hype. she will. She's got too many skeletons in her closet. I don't think it's because of that. Why oh, would no, you? Donald Trump has proven that one, that doesn't in, matter. Nah. In one Google search today, I came up with all sorts of little facts about how many movies she'd been in with Weinstein, yeah, how she's with buddy stick. with that. You think that the press wouldn't go after that? No, she's absolutely not. Really? Absolutely not. You think they'd bow down to the? Yes, great... I do. They already are. Oh. CNN was falling all over themselves within that speech that she gave. NBC I mean, they were called her. One speech does not make a president. I, I know that. It did Obama. that night. Okay, I stand corrected. Yes. And, and, you know, and if you look, it was actually two prongs to the Barack Obama shocking uh, victory over Hillary Clinton. Uh, his speech and Oprah Winfrey's endorsement. Yeah. That's true. Okay, I do want to touch upon this one because it's it's been making headlines now for a couple of days and I haven't been able to get to it. But H&M, big, big, big retail brand, in trouble, making an unbelievable marketing gaffe. Um I don't know who thought this was appropriate, but it's a little black boy wearing a green hoodie that says coolest monkey in the jungle. Now, had this shirt simply been offered, uh, no problem. But to put that on a, a black child, uh, come on. I mean, that went through a lot of eyes. <laughs> yeah, look, yeah, they, they clearly didn't uh, think about it twice. And, and, and when, you, when you're in a marketing meeting, you have to have a lot of perspectives around that table. Because I wouldn't have seen that as offensive, frankly. I can understand why people were offended and why they backed off from that. But, uh, you know, to me, I call every kid monkey. Oh, yeah, my God. No, 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 no. I called Andy monkey today. Yeah, 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 no, you should tell you what. Okay, this is politically wrong. So, and I get it. And, and, and I'm laughing not because of that. I'm laughing because what bunch of geniuses sat in an ad meeting of which I have sat in and gone, that's a really good. Yeah. Idea. Okay. You know, we put a black kid in a hoodie with that slogan on that. Good idea. Yeah. And, and it these- is a Swedish company though. <laughs> okay. Well, look, they may be they absolutely have, tone deaf. Does that mean deaf. they're like a kite and they had to like assemble them? No, the but they are tone. I think they could be tone deaf to, to something like this. Maybe they don't see it as an issue, but it did get a lot of backlash. And look, to me, I'm like, how do you get that through so many layers of, of approval and think that that's okay? But here's the other thing I know, and we've all been involved in, in corporate stuff, is can you imagine how many of them are going, it was him, yeah. it was her, I had nothing else to do with it. There is some that's real actually st- going to be their next t-shirt. Is, uh, you know the buck stops everywhere besides me. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, but, look, the, the, like when when I think what's the guy's name? The weekend. Yeah, apparently, this is a person. He is, yes. and he's from Canada, by the way. He's one of the biggest selling uh, musicians. He's actually quite no talented, clue. but he's he pulled right out yesterday. And said I will no longer work with his company. Endorse it. So it's getting backlash. Can we get t-shirts? Could you make us t-shirts? Absolutely Alex's not. monkeys? No, 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 no. <laughs> you guys are joking about it. I was, I was looking at this going, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Who thought this was a good idea? Well, I, that's the reason I'm laughing at it. I mean, Crazy. okay, socially it's terrible. It's terrible for the brand. Not it's terrible socially. in every way. But what? Monkeys thought this up. Yeah, all right, guys. <laughs> On that note. Uh, okay, it is Michael Diamond and Andy Stinton. With t-shirts next week. Okay. I can't wait.